0: Listen up, listen up. The victims of the theocracy and religion of transgenderism are beginning to speak. And I've been told by the leftist progressive revolutionaries that people should speak their truth, that they should expose systemic systems of oppression and injustice of those systems that oppress the weak and the minority. And now those oppressed individuals are speaking their truth as their breasts have been chopped off by genital mutilating demons who told them that they could switch genders by chopping up their body and are now saying this needs to stop. You took advantage of me and I'm going to stop your wicked agenda. I thought we were supposed to platform oppressed voices of minorities who had been systemically discriminated against. Where's the activist media? Where are the Democrats? They don't care. You need to watch this clip of Chloe Cole, the canary in the coal mine.
1: Starting around the age of 12, I began to believe that I was transgender. This belief was not organic. All the media I consumed as a kid showed me how stupid and vulnerable being a girl was. All the sexualized images of women gave me an unrealistic expectation of womanhood. I spent a a lot of time online and quickly saw all the praise coming out of trans on Instagram and other social media. I was a bit awkward in school and had some trouble making friends. Like many dysphoric children, I also suffered from a variety of mental health conditions, so I easily fell prey to the narrative that if I felt different and did not want to be a highly sexualized girl, I must be a boy. I obsessed over becoming a boy. I believed that all my insecurities and anxiety would magically disappear once I transitioned. The mental health professionals did not try to dissuade me of this delusional belief. I was fast-tracked into medical transition after I was diagnosed with dysphoria. In California, a child can pick their gender identity in a care provider questioning that, be considered conversion therapy. This wasn't a a misdiagnosis, it was mistreatment. My parents were told that the options were transition or suicide. They complied because they were not offered any other treatment solution for my distress. My distraught parents wanted me alive, so they listened to my doctors. I was placed on puberty blockers and testosterone after expressing my gender dysphoria to my therapist and I was approved for a double mastectomy all by the age of 15. No one explored why I did not want to be a girl. More and more kids are falling for the false promise of happiness if they transition. Gender clinics in the U.S. are turning a blind eye to European countries or pumping the brakes on this experiment on youth. Who here really believes that as a 15 year old I should have had my my healthy breast removed or that it should have been an option when the CDPH got less than 300 reports of people getting hospitalized as a result of vaping. San Francisco banned vape products that same year so I know that you care about the health of children Yet you are allowing doctors all over the state to remove the healthy breasts of children. How many more children's bodies will be destroyed before you actually listen? What is a sweet spot? A hundred? Two hundred? Thousand? SB 107 will open the floodgates for confused children like me to get the gender interventions that many so regret. I am the canary in the coal mine.
0: Okay, okay. Thank you, Chloe Cole, for your brave voice in exposing the predatory and demonic nature of the secular progressive movement's new sacrament. And that sacrament would be genital genital mutilations. Uh, They call them gender reassignment surgeries, which is a is a euphemism if I ever heard one. What if I told you that political correctness corrupts one's ability to think clearly about reality. What if political correctness is just communist propaganda writ small? What if they redefine their entire political project under socially impeccable auspices in order to upend society and to masquerade their alternative creation story in reshaping the human body and the person as equitable, just, and the inevitable um, arc of the moral universe bending towards justice to position themselves as the truth tellers and the defenders of the oppressed and the minority and the taken advantage of, and then castigate and demonize those who are grounded in reality, who see through the euphemisms to the rotten, demonic, evil core of the progressive political project. (laughs) What if I told you that? What if Chloe Cole is the canary in the coal mine and is the living, walking example of everything I just exposed? And these are the people who say, speak your truth, girl, slay queen. You know, speak truth to power, expose systemic systems of oppression and injustice, which is literally what Chloe Cole is doing, exposing systemic systems of oppression and injustice, which prey on children and pretend to position themselves as the loving friend of the oppressed, like Jesus, right? And yet she's saying, no, you victimized me, you dehumanized me, you preyed on me to make money. And then you mutilated my body and told me lies. And of course, Chloe says, you know, in California, you know, it, you can be a minor and you could begin the process of of gender reassignment without parental consent. In fact, your parents could be targeted, right? And Newsom signed legislation re- uh, recently preventing parental consent um, for, for minors who want to transition, right, to remake their body. This is sick demonic stuff. Two motivations here. There's the motivation of money and there's the motivation of overpopulation. Very important. Please don't miss this. This is one of the most important videos I've done in a while on Instagram. You need to share this with people. There are those who the communists called useful idiots who may not function at the philosophical playing field that George Soros and Bill Gates and the other billionaire and millionaire secular, moral, revolutionary disciples function at. But they're useful idiots, and they're happy to make a pretty penny by mutilating children. So you need to follow how this movement and its pontiffs of progressivism are operating together in the same lane right now. Matt Walsh and others, like um Landon and, and Robbie Starbuck and others, are exposing um, Vanderbilt University, which thankfully due to good people speaking truth has caused Vanderbilt to pause their genital mutilation surgeries. But there is a viral clip going around right now from a Vanderbilt University Medical Center training from a few years ago where the woman speaking says these top and bottom surgeries are big, big paydays. And she admits, you need to go find it. Maybe we'll, we'll put the link to it here. It says, uh, "Yeah, you get made forty thousand on this on the top surgery. The bottom surgery can be twenty grand just for the doctor, but that's only ten percent of the total cost From she says, "For post-op visits, anesthesia, and all the different hospital visits, right?" Um, she says, you're, "These are big paydays. These are big money makers." She says, coming from a woman at the highest echelons of Vanderbilt University and their genital mutilation arm, which mutilates the bodies of minors sometimes actually, minors sometimes, or or young adults by telling them that the body means nothing because it's just a shell for the real person and the real person is who you think you are and you view yourself to be. So we'll make the outside feel more like the inside by chopping you up. So your physical shell feels more like your self-identity inside, right? And th- th- this is one of the pre- premier university medical centers doing this, it's paused for the time being, as long as the good people continue to cont- contend for this. So there's a money-making aspect here, right? And then you get them on meds, which are recurring costs for decades, and you have permanently sterilized that person. So there are useful idiots who make a lot of money on these on these surgeries. Um, and th- follow the money, right? That's, I mean, we shouldn't forget the simplicity and true nature of that, of that phrase. Money is a big, big motivator, perhaps one of the bigger incentives in sort of the political and cultural wars. Okay. So, so there's that part, it, same thing with abortion, right? Have you noticed by the way, that both transgenderism and abortion entail the mutilation of children, right? You should ask yourself the question, what is it about secular progressivism that makes you want to chop up kids? So some of those people are may not be functioning off of this obsession with overpopulation, but they're useful idiots and they're cunning and they're happy to make millions or billions off of the mutilation of children and peddling the false lies of the religion of Gnostic dualism. And transgenderism. But then you do have who I call the pontiffs of progressivism, right? And, and these are kind of the Bernie Sanders. These are the Jeff Bezoses. These are the George Soroses. These are the, um, David and Lucille Packard Foundation and various other billionaires that fund the eugenics project in America today. And they've always been obsessed with this idea that we have too many people. There's just too many people on the earth and we're using up all the resources. Remember Paul Ehrlich, who was a board member of Planned Parenthood, wrote his 1964 book, The Population Bomb. And he claimed that if we don't significantly curb overpopulation in the next decade, with uh, within 20 or 30 years, we're going to have worldwide starvation around the world. Well, that was written in 1964. By the 1990s, The world population had doubled and we were the fattest generation in history in America. So these these utopian kooky pipe dream theories have never proved true, but they allow the left to accrue massive amounts of political power by peddling lies about an impending doom about to hit humanity. So just give us a bunch of power in the meantime and we'll make sure that that impending doom doesn't happen. Of course, they always knew it wasn't gonna happen, but they had to peddle those lies. So make no mistake, there is a demonic overpopulation obsession amongst the higher echelon high priests of progressivism that animate the genital mutilation of the religion of transgenderism, right? Because they know that they have permanently sterilized these young people to never have children again, which was always part of the goal of the modern eugenics movement and the entire secular moral revolution, including Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, and all of her pals as well. Very important. Here's one example, and then we'll wrap up this video. Please send this to your friends. Dr. Frederick Robbins, go look him up, was a noted figure in the overpopulation movement, right? The the population theorists, right? Okay. And was an ally of Planned Parenthood. Now you have to remember, Planned Parenthood early on was not pushing abortions. They were pushing birth control and to propagandize birth control to black people, minority populations and others that they deemed unfit to live. They called them human weeds and defective stocks to, to prevent them from reproducing. And so some of this had to do with scientific racism, that there are some genes that are good and some that are bad, so we need less of the bad and more of the good. But then there was also this aspect of overpopulation that said we need to, we need to significantly curb the world population. And so Planned Parenthood and some of their allies knew early on that much of the birth control they were pushing was actually very unsafe. Uh, but it was the price that had to be paid to curb overpopulation. Similarly, they know today that the genital mutilation and false lives of transgenderism that they're pushing onto young people are incredibly damaging and harmful. And some of these high priests of humanism don't believe the lies they're spreading, but that allows them to achieve some of their political and cultural goals of significantly curbing overpopulation By, by this transgender craze To get sterilized through genital mutilation and cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers. And so Dr. Frederick Robbins said decades ago, he said, the dangers of overpopulation are so great that we may have to use, that we may have to use certain techniques of contraception that may entail considerable risk to the individual women. Admitting that the risks were worth The benefit, the benefit being decreasing the world population. Why would you believe it's any different today when the people defending and funding the eugenics project through the religion of transgenderism are still obsessed with this idea that we have too many people on planet Earth? So we'll peddle lies and risky surgeries and medication to one, make a pretty penny and to accomplish the larger centuries-long goal of secular progressives, of decreasing the world population by 20, 30, 40, 50 percent, and position themselves as the new kings of the theocracy of secular progressivism. Chloe Cole, keep being a canary in the coal mine.